It's Labor Day weekend, and these could be our last days of actual hot weather for a long time. The last chance we get before the water gets too cold for a refreshing swim. So let's celebrate summer courtside at a pickleball tournament that's about much more than who wins, and then along the shoreline of a remote Adirondack pond. Splash, splash on today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day is provided by Long Run Wealth Advisors, an independent SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, offering tailored wealth management and retirement solutions. LongRunWealth.com Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Friday, September 2nd. First up, water levels on Lake Ontario and the St. Lawrence River dropped significantly between July and August. The International Joint Commission held a web conference this week about the current water levels. The commission sets regulations for those bodies of water. The Watertown Daily Times reports that commissioners say in July, levels in the St. Lawrence River and Lake Ontario were above average for this time of year, but then dropped in August. The cause of the drop was lower than average precipitation and higher outflows from the Moses Saunders hydropower dam on the St. Lawrence River near Messina. The Copenhagen Volunteer Fire Department is getting 10 more days to decide whether it'll turn over its ownership to the village of Copenhagen or shut down completely. The Watertown Daily Times reports that the deadline was extended last week during a village board meeting. Most fire departments don't run independently, but this one has been operating as a not-for-profit since the 1950s. Its board wants to retain control. But three of the four towns that have contracts with it say they'll find other fire departments to work with if the board doesn't give up control to the village. New York Senators Chuck Schumer and Kirsten Gillibrand announced this week that the state has received more than $6 million in additional federal funding for fire departments. But the Copenhagen Fire Department is not one of them. If the three towns don't renew their contracts, then the department will lose almost half of its budget and it'll be forced to close. With the new deadline extension, the department now has until September 12th to make a final decision. This summer, a headline in New Yorker magazine asked this potent question. Can pickleball save America? The sport exploded in popularity during the pandemic. A couple of us here at NCPR play every week. So we know it's a great way to get moving. But sometimes it can be about more than just exercise. Lucy Grindon reports from a special pickleball tournament in Potsdam. The courts here at Sandstoner Park are crowded with people. Pickleballs are flying everywhere. On one of the center courts, Sean Partridge and three others are getting in the zone. Oh, we're just warming up, getting ready for our next game. After they hit the ball back and forth for a bit, it's time to play for real. Pickleball is kind of like miniature doubles tennis. It's played on a small court with a net, but players use paddles instead of rackets and plastic balls instead of tennis balls. Didi Skozafava is watching the action courtside. She helped put this night together. She's also a former state assemblywoman. She's still a little bit glowy from playing in the first round. 
She usually plays closer to home. We started up in Governor. We now have three courts, two with nets. We're working on getting the third net, but um, we've gone from, I'd say, a few beginners, and now we're up to 13, 14 people that are playing. So it seems to me like pickleball is really sweeping the North Country. Why, Why do you think that is? Well, I think we're always a little bit behind the curve. Um, it's it's actually uh, taken off in, in a big way nationally, but I think just people love it because it's fun to play, it's easy to play, it's great. And I have to say, there's something about pickleball that brings out the best in people, and I don't know what it is, but the sportsmanship, the camaraderie, there's a collegiality that goes along with it, and that makes it great. A real pickleball community is springing up in the North Country. On Facebook, the North Country Pickleball Group has 394 members. But tonight, people are here for more than just community and friendly competition. In between serves, I interrupt Sean Partridge again. Why did you come out to play pickleball tonight? Uh, Tonight, because it's a good cause, first and foremost. That cause is clear everywhere you look. Most pickleballs are yellow, but tonight, the balls bouncing on these courts are bright pink. That's because this is the first ever pickleball fundraiser for the Governor Breast Cancer Fund. 56 people have signed up to play, with entry costing $25 per person. There are elimination rounds and gold, silver, and bronze medals. There's even a beer truck from a local brewery and a raffle for donated prize baskets. Paige Todd and her older brother Decker are in charge of picking the winning raffle tickets. It looks like a B. No, I think that's Dylan. Right now, they're trying to read the name on the last ticket they pulled. This person is Robin, you are amazing. Did I win? Is it, are you Robin? Yes. Oh my gosh, you won again. The winner of this basket is Robin Glass from Lisbon, New York. This is her first time at a pickleball fundraiser, but she goes to the Governor Breast Cancer Fundraising Walk every year. In fact, I started doing that walk 15 years ago, the year before I got breast cancer. So what does the Governor Cancer Fund mean to you? I really love the Governor one because those ladies, it's all local money that stays local. Um, like they'll help you to, to get a ride to go back and forth to treatment. They'll help you um, to offset um, like your co-payment for your pills. You know, I know my first month, my pills, my co-payment alone for my meds, my first month of treatment was like $276. That was my co-payment. Glass says she's seen about 150 people at the tournament tonight altogether. I think it's wonderful that they support a good cause. It helps a lot of people. And it makes a big difference. Big, big difference. Teresa Fisher organized this tournament. She says pickleball was a natural choice for a fundraiser. It's just, it's just a great sport because you, everyone can play. It's, uh, it doesn't matter your ability level, and it's just a fun time for everyone. Good stuff. Just good stuff. And you know what? Good stuff generates good stuff. In this case, that good stuff is $4,000 raised that'll go directly to support people here in the North Country who are living with cancer. So can pickleball save America? That remains unclear but it can definitely bring a community together around a cause. Lucy Grinden, North Country Public Radio, Potsdam. Summer is slipping away, and the first thing to go is the ability to take a swim in a fresh body of water. Those rivers and lakes and ponds get cold quick. So we're going to spend the next few minutes soaking in what's left of swimming season. Emily Russell hiked up to a pond in Wilmington for a late summer swim in the Adirondacks. We just had a bit of rain in the Adirondacks, so the trail is a little bit spongy. And there's ribbons of blue in the sky now. The sun has come out after a couple days of storms here. 
I'm climbing up to a remote pond called Cooper Kiln. The forest around me is covered in big leafy green ferns, and the air is buzzing with the sound of late summer. I start to sweat as the trail gets steeper. The summer air is warm against my skin, but there's enough wind to keep me cool. Breeze is so beautiful, kind of sweeping through the forest in these little bursts of air. That air vibrates through the woods, picking off orange and red maple leaves and sending them floating to the ground. Autumn is already approaching the Adirondacks. Come across this beautiful little babbling brook that runs through the trail. Dax, my dog, has stopped to get a drink of water. As I climb higher, the forest around me starts to change, from maple and birch trees to deeper, hardier evergreens. And then it all thins out. Yeah, oh, this is good. (laughs) I can see the opening through the trees now. Wow. That opening reveals a bluish-gray pond. It's shallow enough that the sun is streaming through the water and lighting up the big rocks and tree stumps beneath the surface. I'm alone up here, so I strip down and lower myself into the pool of mountain water. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is blissful. Oh, my God. Cold, but so good. Emily Russell, North Country Public Radio at Cooper Kiln Pond in Wilmington. You can find photos from Emily's hike and swim and great pics from the pickleball tournament on our website, ncpr.org. That's also where we have the latest news all through the Labor Day weekend, ncpr.org. Music today by the Currys of Potsdam and Evan Veenstra of Gananoque, Ontario. Have a super holiday weekend brought to you, of course, by the labor movement. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.